0: Next on MLR Weekly, CEO Pete Sickle of Rugby Football Club Los Angeles, Brian Ray of America's Rugby News on the Charlotte franchise, and John Fitzpatrick of Rugby Morning with everything else Major League Rugby. Rugby Wrap-Ups MLR Weekly brought to you by Sheehy Auto Stores, it's easy at Sheehy, the Pig & Whistle New York City, the world's best rugby pub. And lean and limber stretching your way to a healthier lifestyle as presented by Rugby Report, Matt McCarthy in New York City. Thank you for joining us again, and a belated Happy New Year if you didn't get it from us last week. This week, though, we have another great show. We have the CEO of Rugby Football Club Los Angeles, Pete Sickle. Uh, we have Brian Ray coming back because we got a lot of stuff about the roster for the new team in Charlotte. And before we get to any of that, We have our recurring segment, Rugby Mornings Coffee Break with John Fitzpatrick. John, welcome back.
1: How are you? What do you got? Hey, Matt. It's been raining and snowing, cats and dogs and hawks in New York City the past few days, yet it's always sunny in Philadelphia. How is that? That's amazing. Yeah, yeah.
0: You know, but uh, hawks, you bring up the hawks, raining hawks, not here, but in Charlotte, North Carolina. Where the mlr 2024 season has added another uh a uh, uh, team a franchise and it's a uh,
1: it's backed by world rugby and it's rife with usa rugby prospects what do you think of this john matt i'm all for it i'm, I'm excited about it you know that the timing is a little irregular considering they have to go back and release a new schedule but hey usa rugby and world rugby putting money where their mouth is and propping up. USA Rugby to make sure they have a good showing at 2027 and 2031, so let's roll. You know what,
0: you should, of all people, not be uh, dismissing being irregular.
1: Next! Well, Matt, speaking of regular, this is not a good segue, but NOLA Gold, they revealed their 2024 roster. Of course, we know it includes Teofilo Fido, or Ed Fido, but one notable omission is flanker Andrew Guerra. Now, you may recall we last saw him on the field Back in September of 2021, when the men's Eagles played the All-Blacks, he uh, injured his, uh, broke his lower left leg, uh, trying to come back. But, you know, he was not on that roster release by Noel Goal. And it sounds like he is considering his future. So, Andrew, wherever you are, man, we wish you the best. We hope we can see you again on the pitch.
0: Yeah, I got to see him in Chicago. And I used to work in Chicago, but that's a separate story. But I got to see him in Chicago at the final. Great guy. Looked to be uh, physically fit. Mentally, he said he was ready. Uh, Rooting for him. Rooting for
1: you, Andrew. Next! Yeah, how about Rugby FC Los Angeles, whose logo kind of looks like your head. Amongst
0: other things, and we have the the CEO, Pete Sickle, waiting in the wings, so watch your mouth. Uh, But uh, yeah,
1: Riftler. it does look like other things. The logo is kind of small if you get them going. But they confirmed the signing of New York Iron Workers Center Jason Emery, who of course they required in the player dispersal draft. Things are heating up for LA. Solid player, solid player,
0: and he can also kick for points.
1: Next! Matt Christmas may be over, but Kistmas is almost here. That's right. MLR, these new MLR team kits. I'm excited to see them. Matt, in your humble opinion, what goes into a good-looking rugby jersey?
0: Less is more. Less is more. And uh, I want to be able to read the number on the back of the jersey, not have it disappear in a hoop, and not be able to tell a six, an eight, a nine, a three from each other.
1: Next! What about names on the back of jerseys? Are you in favor?
0: As long as they're not like the Austin Gilgronis when they were peeling off their backs in the first three, three minutes of the match. But yes, we need to put the names on the jerseys to build stars and tell a kid so a kid can go buy the number 12 jersey with McCarthy on it, or the number 3 jersey with McCarthy on it, or the number 1 jersey with McCarthy on it, or the number 15 jersey with McCarthy on it. You get the, you get the gist.
1: Next! Matt, you've certainly played all the positions. I'm surprised you haven't played around at Hooker, or with Hooker. But we'll played Hooker at Next! Matt, last but not least here, and I'm sure you're going to talk about it with Brian Ray, but I'm excited. To hear all about this Hawks program and new season schedule. <laughs> that is all I got. A rough start for Episode 2 in 2024, but I'll pull it together. I don't know about you.
0: All right, fair enough. Thank you to John Fitzpatrick of Rugby Morning for this week's Coffee Break. Uh, John, we'll see you next time. In the meantime, ladies and gentlemen, we'll see you after this break with CEO of the L-A-RFC or the R.F.C.L.A depending on your perspective right after this
2: digs like a demented mole there
3: need a great price on a new vehicle Sheehy makes it easy easy price shows you our lowest prices on the mid-atlantic's largest selection find your best price online or at any of our 31 dealerships it's easy at she-he,
0: you need your cleats you need them tomorrow if you order today by 3 p.m new york time or noon la time they can have them to you tomorrow Young, old, male, female, if you're playing on turf, if you're playing on grass, if you're playing in the rain, you're playing in the heat, they've got you covered. RugbyNow.com. Go there now. All right, we're back, and we're back with Pete Sickle, the CEO of the Rugby Football Club Los Angeles, known as Rufla.
2: Yeah, RFC LA, RFC Los Angeles. Uh, yeah, we're still, we're the, the fans will decide what we're called, but that's... I don't
0: care what you call Pete, because you know, <laughs> you, you, you got the thing off the ground and there was all, kind. we've had all kinds of speculation. We've had stuff circulating. We've had teams drop out, but here you are alive and well in Los Angeles. Is that, is that accurate?
2: It's happening. It's happening. The, the boys are starting to arrive, uh, getting settled into some, some preseason apartments. We're uh, really excited to, to, to get things going um, starting next week. We'll, we'll start, you know, doing all the preseason stuff and guys are on Zooms figuring out attack plans. It's, it's all, it's all happening.
0: Rugby football club, Los Angeles. And, you know, give you a little bit of a hard time with the acronym pronunciation. I, you know, there's some stuff going on about the logo too out there and, and people are in a, in a G rated fashion are, are, are saying it's my head at least that's what John Fitzpatrick is saying, shaped like, you know, a bald guy. But
2: yeah, uh, I can't, I can't control what people think of when they see things, but uh, the the outline is an acorn. Um, and uh, we look, we're, we're, we're trying to uh, combine a couple of things in our logo and logos that try to do too much uh, run into trouble or logos that don't do enough run into trouble. But um we we want to give uh you know solid props to kind of traditions traditions of southern california traditions of rugby but also want to be looking forward and being you know innovative and creative the the oak tree is is something that's that's a a feature of southern california uh you know sherman oaks sherman oaks thousand oaks encino is actually a spanish word for oak tree so uh you know, there aren't as many oak trees now as there, there used to be, but it you know it's a standard standards uh, elements of Southern California about you know solidity and strength and and longevity and nurturing and all those things that for us you know represent some of the core values of, uh, of rugby as well and then you know rfc is rugby football was been around longer than football association so we're we're now at you know 200 years and into 201st year of uh, of rugby football and we wanted to to make sure that we were you know sort of paying tribute to the the long glorious history of rugby um and, you know, the the style of the logo has, has elements of kind of the golden age of Hollywood and Art Deco. Um, but when we put it all together, we do think that it's uh, it, it, it's something new. It's looking forward. Uh, uh, we're, we're all about growth. And then that comes back to the acorn as well. What we're planting now will be around for a long, long time and be a source of strength and stability and nourishment for, for rugby fans in Southern California and hopefully farther farther afield.
0: Walk us through the process because I know it's the Atlanta team, Rugby ATL basically moving to Los Angeles, but it wasn't that easy. And you were in charge of them or working with the Tel Aviv heat. Walk us through how in a snap of a finger, you got you got to it bar
2: yeah. now. Sort of a, over a year ago, there there were some talks um, um, going back with the the LA franchise after you know the Giltinis departed, and the, and that didn't quite work out. But um, yeah, there there was interest in in LA. It's a it's a fantastic sports town. It's a fantastic Southern California is a, a fantastic uh, r- rugby environment. Um, and so, yeah, we had a lot of interest in, uh, making sure that MLR had good representation in, in, in Los Angeles and that Los Angeles had a professional rugby team. We think it's, it's a fantastic fit. The discussion actually happened with, uh, by chance, uh, meeting with somebody, uh, over a coffee in London in June. Wow. Uh, and the, the discussion, David Barry, it was David Barry. Uh, am I good or what? You're good. You're good. (laughs) So, you know, there was discussion about LA and how that could work. And, and he brought up Atlanta and the discussion was, well, we'd be interested if there was a possibility of, of relocating it to LA. And that, that was the end of June. And so that touched off what, you know, what we understood was Atlanta was not going to be, um, participating in the 24 season. Uh, unless they found a buyer, and until that point, I think there had been some expressions of interest, but no offer had come forward in a serious enough fashion um, to to preserve the team in Atlanta. Our intention was not to move a team, and uh, the you know the owners had been running Atlanta in twenty two and, and twenty three. We're trying to keep the team in Atlanta. But at, at that point of, of the summer of 23, the best option uh, available for both sides was to to move the team. So, you know, I, I know that was a bitter pill for still is a bitter pill for for lots of supporters of ATL. It's it's really hard to lose a team, uh, especially after all they had. Uh, all the blood, sweat, and tears, and passion and love that that people in Atlanta had poured into that team. I know it's it's hard, and it wasn't our intention to you know to to inflict any kind of pain. The way we see it is either either that team was was going to dissolve the way that we've just seen uh, with Toronto and New York, or we could give it new life in L.A.
0: Who's the hierarchy? I know there's a couple of Hollywood big shots, big big shot types in there so who's who can you who can you tell us about
2: yeah um we we are still putting together uh we are still building out uh, bits bits of the ownership team and so we we are are still teasing uh you and others but but we want to announce it once it's once that group is is more fully fleshed out um uh but let's put it this way the, is the rock involved uh, not that I'm aware of, but I haven't checked my email this morning.
0: Uh, uh, so there's a chance.
2: Yeah, no. There, there, look. There's there. There are people, you know. Jason Momoa. If you, you know, there were there were a few people showing up at at the World Cup in France. Uh, that that we, if they're, you know, we we would expect them to to be fans of, of RFC LA. This is Mister Sullivan. He represents Prestige Fighting Alliance,
0: Kona's league. Yeah, hey, well, you got an uphill battle on this one. No, I don't think so, big guy. Copies of the membership card swipes from the gym Mr. Kona was at last night. Someone else could have swiped his card. Video on these tapes was taken from the gym surveillance cameras, showing exactly when Mr. Kona arrived and left. We still got him
2: for battery. Um, we'll, we'll see if somewhere down the road they want to join the ownership group, but... Um... No, the, the we feel that we're in a very strong position in the sense of trying to put a group together that has deep roots in LA, uh, that has strong expertise um, not only in rugby in sports more broadly and in entertainment, because ultimately I think the the future of MLR we. We have to uh, you know, tap into people who already love the game and you know who have grown up playing it and follow it and so on, but to to thrive to really uh, you also need
0: our- some business types and some sports entertainment business types. and my Intel tells me that you have that. You have those boxes checked. Uh,
2: I, I think we're I think we're gonna be in good shape there. Yeah. so yeah, we have to we have to figure out a way to engage fans and and bring bring people into the the rugby tent. And so there we we want to make sure that you know people who have really good uh backgrounds, expertise, networks in entertainment and in marketing and in promotion and branding um are are there from the get-go. You mentioned uh your partners, AEG, right? Because you're we, playing at Dignity Health Sports Park. We we are very, very fortunate to be playing in, in uh you know one of the best rugby venues uh in, in the States. We're really, really fortunate. Um, not only to be um, playing in an AEG facility but to you know we're going to be working with AEG on uh on ticketing and with their AXS platform and and their knowledge and expertise and and networks in southern california through you know the galaxy and the kings and crypto.com and you know they they a, anything that and and certainly again entertainment and music so we we can't think of a better partner in terms of how to yeah. how to give a fantastic world class um, uh, fan experience at, at matches. Uh, we're excited that our first round, uh, our first home game, will be at the conclusion of the HSBC Sevens uh, that first weekend of March. Uh, we kick off on on Sunday the third after the the conclusion of the uh, HSBC Sevens. So. You know there will already be thousands and thousands of excited rugby fans uh, at Dignity Health.
0: All right, the- hold on. Now, now you, well, this is the cliffhanger, but I, we got to get to it because this we, we're running out of time. So your your home weekend opens during the LA Sevens, and you're on for that Sunday. Yep are we going to be playing right after inside the same stadium or are fans are you going to add fans? Are they going to be asked to leave like a, like a, like a bad MLB double header where they kick the fans out for a nuke set, especially when like the Mets are all, like lost their last 70 games and we're kicking, getting kicked out. Or are you going to, how are we working this?
2: Yeah. Uh, the details are still being worked out HSBC 7s is uh the is a world rugby property so they they have control over the the event itself AEG is is working hand in hand with world rugby to to fulfill their needs so we are still working out some of the details about exactly how it'll work world rugby has been tweaking their uh their plans for that weekend of 7s uh So there still isn't a final, final version of the HSBC Sevens, but our expectation is as soon as the Sevens uh, finishes the final championship game, we'll switch over into pregame mode for for MLR. Uh, Then in in April, April 27th, we'll play a doubleheader with the USA Women's against Canada. Uh, That's cool. and then you know we're excited to to reignite the the freeway series between San Diego Legion and and RFC Los Angeles we think that's going to be a great rivalry over the years so we host them Memorial Day weekend uh Sunday May 26th so we we expect those uh you know we, we we'd like to pack the the place every game but uh if we if we really look at the the games that we expect to to draw kind of an extra element uh, the, those are kind of the three highlights I would say of our, our home calendar. All right. So ha- what's success for the team? The, the strong rugby community that's already in Southern California, but, you know, as we all know, when, uh, friends of ours who didn't grow up with the game come out to an MLR game, they, they love it because it's, it's a, it's a different level. Uh, you, you get to meet the players after the game, you, you know, it's, it's accessible in a way. That going to an nba or major league baseball game or an nfl game isn't they have their own level of spectacle and uh uh, and production value i think for rugby it's something that's more uh authentic and accessible and about community so what's the relationship with the tel aviv heat is there a reciprocal
0: relationship any relationship what's there
2: yeah um so we we see lots of opportunities for for an alliance uh we have a number of players who have been with the tel aviv heat who are under contract with with la um so some of our you know some of the better players who have been playing with the tel aviv heat in in europe over the last couple seasons will be will be wearing an la jersey um uh, we have a 9-10 combination, Niall Saunders and Jordy Chayette, um, that, you know, have been playing together. It'll be nice to see them to continue. And then Semi Kunitani at, at, at eight, who had a fantastic season this past year um, with Tel Aviv, will, will be in LA. So um, on, on the player level, uh, uh, there is some crossover. Uh, the guys who have been playing together uh, in Tel Aviv will be playing together in LA, but no, on a on a formal level, uh you know, the, the two teams don't don't overlap at all in terms of schedule or anything else. So, you know, we we hope that fans of one team uh now have another team to to get behind as support. Sure. Yeah. That's cool. Well, thank you for your time. Mr. Pete
0: Sickle, the CEO of the Rugby Football Club Los Angeles. Thanks, Matt. Appreciate it. Likewise. We'll be right back with Mr. Brian Ray of America's Rugby News after this. <laughs> I wouldn't like to
1: be at the bottom of that.
0: If you're in New York City and want to watch some great rugby, have some great food, and some great times, go to the world's best rugby pub, The Pig & Whistle on West 36th Street. This is The Rugby Odds, where an unlikely pundit panel of a wordsmith, a WWE legend, a rugby star, and a supermodel scour the globe seeking best bets and bad behavior are you not entertained Back with Austin Elite fan Brian Ray of America's Rugby News. Brian, welcome back to MLR Weekly.
3: Hey, great to be here again. And uh, another eventful week there, Mr. McCarthy. Brian, what, what are we talking about? What do you got? We got—we got we to be talking about Charlotte. Well, that's where I'm hanging out here, so I hope we're talking about that. <laughs> this beautiful city in the background here. What a great place to play rugby. So, what do you make of all this? I think it's amazing news for USA Rugby, and I don't understand how you know i've seen some odd comments online so to speak you know people say oh well you know they're rushing this out the team's gonna get smashed and blah blah this and that. And i just i can't understand that this is an opportunity a golden opportunity why would you waste one second in, in, in making this happen i so they have to rejig the schedule again a couple days in the you know what? It's already been such a tumultuous offseason. Make the change. You get a 12th team. It's the best thing for American rugby we've heard in, in probably in a while. I mean, this is this is a big deal. I didn't think this was possible. Did, did
0: you? I, I didn't, and I'm with you 100%. Any of you idiots out there that are criticizing this deal, yeah, I'm saying idiots because this is my show, and I can't get canceled from anything. So, in your face. World rugby finally coming around. And recognizing MLR owners as the people that perhaps have been spending a ton of money on American rugby and, and ca- in Canada, Canadian rugby and American rugby. Right on in the seven years or six years that we've had so far, what, 700 million collectively. So instead of putting a professional team from Glendale and Vancouver into Super Rugby Americas, they have finally seen the light and kudos to Alan Gilpin and World Rugby for making this happen.
3: Yeah, I mean, I've been, you know, anybody who follows me on, on social media or anywhere knows I'm very, very critical of, of, of a lot of what World Rugby does. All well, you much, can you're do. Pretty,
0: you're pretty much everything. You're pretty yeah, much
3: pretty everything. much everything. All you can do this time is say, thank you, job well done. I mean, they're saying, okay, this is what you want, uh, you know, Scott Lawrence. I know this was on his wish list. This has his fingerprints written all over it. Say, all right. You think this is going to work. Uh, You know, we've maybe criticized MLR in the past, but maybe maybe we were wrong. Maybe this wasn't the right way. So let's go with what you want to do. And you have to give credit to the MLR owners as well, because they're picking up a a significant portion of this tag as well. Uh, You know, and and they're allowed. I mean, I didn't think, frankly, that the owners would ever allow a team run by effectively, you know, a national organization within I mean, this team is going to offer it completely differently from everybody else. They're number one, you know, the thing is for them to, to play American players. It's not some giant commercial entity. We have to worry about this and that. No, this is our our, our main function is to develop American players. So to Isn't have Isn't that, that what the Arrows were? No, no. Come on. No. So.
0: No, they weren't. They weren't. They, well, they were, were built to feed the New England Free Jacks. Yeah. Okay,
3: all right. Touche. <laughs> so you know I, I just didn't think this this was possible it seemed to be that the option was if you wanted a team like this it had to be in the super rugby's america's thing so to see it in mlr i mean it's kind of the best of both worlds right you're building up your own Crazy. competition and you're developing the i mean this to me just ticks all the boxes so uh yeah huge huge thumbs up for me
0: are we going to get like a pie in the face at, at some point is this this is all a, a is are we being punked is
3: anybody yeah. still a thing Hey, man, I mean, you've talked to people, I've talked to people. We know this is happening. We actually know that players have have signed with the team. Uh, we, we've we've been privy to kind of a you know there's a list going around of some players who've been. We selected. may or may
0: not have seen the list, ladies, uh, uh, list, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> we may see be-
3: the list. I think this team is you know obviously not all the players in that list are going to end up there, but this team is going to end up better, I think, than than some of these naysayers think they're going to be. I don't think they're going to be losing a hundred to nothing, and even if they do have a couple fifty to nothing losses to start. Who cares? This program is only going to go upwards from here. So yeah. I, I just think that, yeah, I, I can't say it enough that this is a huge win for American rugby. Yeah, if I have one complaint, it's the same one that everyone from my country is. Where's our Canadian team? <laughs> throw us a boat here, you know what I mean? Hey, that, maybe, that's my only that's my complaint. Maybe
0: this is a, maybe this is the, the precedent. Maybe this is the pathway to that. Maybe Maybe this is what happens, and maybe it's a team in Vancouver. Where the weather isn't as prohibitive as it is in Toronto, perhaps, and you already have Seattle right there as a rival, and you got that West Coast now, chock full of San Diego and L.A., and then Utah is not too, you know. So there might be some synergy here. I, I, I'm the the two of us were as down as two people could have been in the last month, and now both of us are, you know, it's got to be right, folks. If the two of us are, are are this giddy about it i'm
3: I'm giddy about it i'm a professional curmudgeon and and i'm excited about this and it's i'm a canadian and i'm excited for american rugby that this is happening so i just anybody who's who's saying those things like oh you know we should have waited next year why would what? you waste a year No, why? World rugby <laughs> hey listen man
0: world rugby <laughs> they're showing that they actually give a rat's ass about us yes uh, and they're recognizing it, and they're recognizing it the, the effort by these MLR owners that have been hemorrhaging cash. And if if my intel is right, it's like a four-year commitment, and they're not going to take equity in the league. And then at that point, if the owners have a, an investor that want to take it over, so be it.
3: Man, I, this kind of really just turns the tables on this whole offseason, which has been so messy. Like you said, it's been – uh, utterly depressing for all of December, and then to get this kind of bolt from the blue, uh, I, I just think it's such a great pick-me-up. And this, you know, I, other people have said this to me, I'm, I'm stealing this this comment, uh, you know, that this really is the story of the season. Uh, on that note, Brian,
0: I want to thank you, Mr. Brian Ray of America's Rugby News. I want to thank John Fitzpatrick of Rugby Morning, and Mr. Pete Sickle, the CEO of the RFCLA Rift Club. And thank you for tuning in. Please check out our other shows, including the critically acclaimed The Rugby Odds. Hit that subscribe button on YouTube, sign up for our weekly newsletter, and please join our American Red Cross blood
3: donor team.